DW. The women. My name is Emi Mokon. I work with Kebekase Women Development and Resource Center, a women's rights organization based in Nigeria. My name is Liliana Avila, and I'm part of the Inter-American Association for the Defense of the Environment. My name is Bhanu Kalluri. I'm from Dhatri Trust, India. We mainly work with women uh, affected by mining and indigenous women in India. I am called Bakyamiri Mulube, staff of Sendep Cameroon. Hello, my name is Sariska Dermawanti. I work for Ecotone for Women Empowerment in Samba, Swiss Borneo, Indonesia, on palm oil impacted watershed. The problems they are facing. Liliana Avila from Colombia. We see and have been monitoring various aspects of COVID that have given us great cause for concern. The first is the increase in the level of risk that environmental defenders are facing due to the lack of state attention to the risks they face. The second is the relaxation of environmental laws. And the third is announcements from various governments promoting extraction in order to recover from the economic crisis that the pandemic has provoked. from Nigeria. Access to clean drinking water is a problem because normally in the Niger Delta region, before the outbreak of the COVID pandemic, we had already had issues of clean drinking water because of pollution and the oil and gas activities going on in the Niger Delta region. So in this situation where people have to wash their hands regularly, observe personal hygiene, and then people who are asthmatic are particularly vulnerable to the infection, it is a huge, huge problem. Banu Kaluri from India. One of the major things which the government has immediately announced is that the mining fund which is supposed to be allocated for districts which are affected by mining. These are being diverted in a very big way for medical testing and medical research, which means that the general uh, public and we suspect the more the urban, the richer public who demands for the government's uh, response will end up getting all these funds which were meant to be for the poor and for the mining environmental rehabilitation uh, work. Riska Darmawanti from Indonesia. This woman that we work with is a rubber tree sapper, plantation laborer, and farmer, rice farmer. These women have, especially the labor and farmers, have higher risk uh, for pesticide exposure, which from our identification, mostly hazardous pesticide. During this COVID-19 outbreak, this woman cannot afford to stay at home or doing social distancing as their income resource come from it. In addition to it, this exposure to hazardous pesticide increases their risk to COVID-19 because of the health issues come from it. What can be done? M.M. Khan from Nigeria again. So we have incorporated COVID-19 into our campaigns. We have held uh, consultations with key government ministries, including Ministry of Environment, Ministry of Women Affairs, the National Oil Spill Dictation and Response Agency, and also the National Orientation Agency. And what we got from them is that they have been carrying out sensitization to rural communities so that people will know how to conduct themselves 
to prevent themselves from getting infected. Uh, but they have not done much. Liliana Avila from Colombia. This is a call to strengthen our systems for rights protections and a call to approach the fight against climate change with a focus on prevention so as to avoid further violations to human rights and further environmental degradation. Bani Kwanluri from India. This is going to be a very major uh, rethinking and re-strategizing that uh, we will have to do as well as the governments will have to rethink on the larger policy issues and the impacts. Baka Mary Malombe from Cameroon. From the viewpoint of an environmental organization that we are, we can prepare to better handle similar events in the future by restoring and protecting our environment. Environment is a source of all we require in life. DW